edition of the EDVC podcast. You thought we were, we're back. Brian obviously is very busy, has lots going on in his life, so blew me off the last couple of weeks. Got to do his Christmas shopping and all that. Brian, good to see you, buddy. How are you? Good to see you. Yeah, we're back like, uh, you know, like VD and luggage. Sometimes it's just hard to get rid of us. Well, what a coincidence. That explains my trip to Aruba. Well, there you go. We'll get into oh, that. Hey. I'm sure you want to get into that. So, yeah, a long time no talk. Hopefully, what, when uh, was the last time we did a podcast? Please. Uh, one month. We dropped our last episode one month ago today. So our, our listeners miss us more now than ever. Is that what you're telling me? I would hope so. Or they completely forgot about us and then moved, moved on to another podcast. There are other podcasts out there. The podcast thing is uh, a lot of folks enjoy the podcasts. You know, yeah. People have podcasts. I mean, not like ours, but yeah. So I, can, I, can I plug another one that I really enjoy listening to besides ours is Smartlist. Have you listened to Smartlist? We no. talk about this? You no, have to listen to have. it. Will Arnett, Jason Bateman, and oh, uh, Will and Grace yes. guy there. What's his name? Oh, God. It's escapes me right now. Will Arnett, Jason Bateman, and the other guy. From Will and Grace. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. I see, I, I, I see him. I can't think of his name. Uh, yeah, my, come on, my you're supposed to bail me out. Sean Hayes. Sean Hayes. Sean Hayes. Sorry, I'm not a huge Will and Grace fan. I just know the Yes, guy you are. When are they, by the way, when are they rebooting, rebooting that since they reboot, they're rebooting every other show? I think they be. did do a little bit of a reboot there for a little while, uh, yeah. according to the podcast. Mentioned, so I'm pretty sure they did do it. But yeah, anyway, great. enough about Will and Grace and other – best thing I'll be talking about Laverne and Shirley, your other favorite. Well, there's news from yeah. there too, right? Wasn't there some pop culture news from Laverne and Shirley last week and one of the actors in that show died? Oh, yeah, the big ragu. Big yeah, ragu. there you go. Laverne's see, I knew you do. You, I see useless information, folks, right here. If you've missed uh, 30 days of useless information, we are back. We've got All some right. goodies coming up in the next couple of weeks. So, yeah, but let's uh, before you talk- start telling us about uh, where we've been and what's been going on. Yeah. So uh, crazy thing. I went to Aruba for Thanksgiving with my in-laws and my uh, uh, my family had a great time. Uh, came home the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. And then the Friday, three days later, I got very sick. Sick to the fact that I had to go into the hospital on Sunday. Uh, I, I won't spare the details, but long story short, I had a virus. They couldn't figure out what it was. They were testing me for a million things. So I was out of work for uh, the entire uh, week. And then I just started feeling better, literally like uh, Saturday morning. So we're taping this on a Wednesday night. I went yeah. back to work on a Monday, but man, it was just one of those things where uh, just fever every day for nine days, slept like 16 hours a day and felt oh. awful. Really just felt awful. Went to four different doctors. Took five different COVID tests. So that was fun. Yeah. Every which version you can. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you have a fever, Brian, this, I thought of you during this. There was during this whole misery of mine, of my illness, mm. there was one moment where I had, there was a little levity. Um, you know, I had a fever and it kept coming back, kept coming back. So I'm in the hospital and it was, um, I, I thought of Henry Blake and uh, Radar. The mm-hmm. woman says to me, listen. Your, your temperature keeps going through the roof, but you know what? If we really want to get an accurate assessment of your temperature, Brian. Oh! Yes. Hello. hey Using the whole fist, Doc? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. You ever serve time? <laughs> so during that moment of misery while I'm in a hospital, I thought of you. So I just want wow. to tell you. I'm yeah. glad that that moment and those circumstances had you think of me. That's probably not the first time I've been thought of it well, in those. You terms, are an a hole, Brian. So let's just call it. Like uh, it. You're, you listen, you're the third person to tell me that this afternoon. So that's fine. Um, but we're but, glad you're feeling better. That had to suck. Um, yeah, I whined and moaned because I had to get a COVID test last week because I was a close contact. Yeah. I've been in my office for a year and a half. I went in my office for three hours to a week and a half ago. 
and like boom close contact two people in there were while you were in there had covid like really really uh, so now i, I tested negative so yep. no, i would but still i so but i will not bitch about that after hearing your your deal we're glad you're feeling better everyone's sick right now it's just it's crazy, yeah, it's going crazy around time everything for sure um, so what, so I feel like there's a million things I need to catch up with you. I mean, a lot of it's old news now, uh, the Mets are making some signings. The Yankees haven't done anything, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm glad the Yankees did not sign Max Scherzer. I think it's a smart move for you guys. Risk versus mm-hmm. reward. It's only money, which right. has always been the lament over the years about the Yankees. It's only money. It's only money. I personally think Scherzer shot, but I think the risk is worth, it's worth the risk. For the Mets. Well, but okay. Tell us I mean, about that. Do you hire a manager yet, by the way? We have not hired a manager. Hopefully by Friday we will have a manager because Buck, Buck Showalter is interviewing with the owners of the owner on Friday. And let's just close the deal and hire a Buck. Yep. Uh, just like I wanted Joe Girardi a few years ago. That didn't happen. Um, yeah, we I had a lot more pee and vinegar in me with about the Scherzer debate, but you know we, it's been a few weeks. But I, uh, you know, first of all, I think it's a brilliant move for the Mets because it is only money. Um, it's it gives them credibility on the free agent market that they will go out and make outspend everybody if they really really want anybody if they really want someone it's uh even from a non-baseball perspective i think it's good and i like that the owner said this too steve coney said there's a little bit about this that's about branding and i i agree with that i think that's important to say you know what it's not the same old mets and yes money can't fix everything but we're not going to be you know the guys like uh too much this is too rich for our blood it was an overpay he's 37 i i strongly disagree with you about you saying he, he shot. I don't think, I think the other, well, he couldn't take the ball in the playoffs. He had a dead yeah, but the, he, took, he couldn't take the ball in one game after he pitched relief in a cl- the closing game of the, the prior series. So got a lot of miles on that right arm. He does have a lot of miles 37, but you know, I mean, you know, if you, what we see in this day and age at 37, isn't quite what 37 used to be. It's three years. It's not 15 years. And again, mm-hmm. even if you, even if he's not the guy he once was, I still think just from a competitive advantage in terms of not maybe on the ball field, but in the market saying, we want to put a, a we're going to put a real product on the field. We're not going to go looking in the bargain basement bin. Not that you can't good bar, good players in the I bargain agree. bin, but this is a superstar. I mean, this is one of the greatest pitchers of the last 20 years. And you, you put him with your end of two your, months ago, by the way, you're such a, Oh, punk. absolutely not. Absolutely not. You're going to oh. get on this. Oh, my God. You bet. Oh, couldn't stand him when he was with the Nationals. hundred oh. percent. And tell you what, if he, goes, if he goes two and two-thirds and gives up eight runs in his first start, you'll hate him that day. Yeah, I probably will. But right oh now, it's God. a brilliant move for the Nets. And You it, hate you the know, Nationals and Scherzer. Oh, absolutely. Strasburg, you hate all of them. Oh, couldn't stand him. Unbelievable. Bryce what Harper, when you still hate Bryce Harper with the field. But, you know, you, you say you're glad the Yankees didn't do this. But let's be honest. This is a little bizarre world. This is the yeah. move that for years and years and years and years the Yankees made. And it never works. After, going get, going to get a guy, maybe overpaying a guy. It does. It, it does sometimes work though. Not for the yeah. no for the Yankees. It does. I can list it. Randy Johnson did not work for the Yankees. Kevin yeah. Brown did not work for the Yankees. Those types of pitchers who the Yankees would pay for past performance. The last time the Mets probably did this would it be fair to say would that be Pedro? Someone they yeah, were I paying think, for. I think Pedro, yeah, well, they're paying for Pedro based on past performance, but yep. they also at the same time wanted to, again, I know this, maybe this sounds dumb. They also wanted also. to have, you know, be able to say, hey, here's Pedro Martinez and he's wearing a Mets jersey. And by yep. the way, Pedro was pretty good for them. He was. he was a big linchpin on the 2016, which was one of the, and I'm not just saying this, one of the, maybe the third best Mets team of all time who just had, didn't 
just had run into bad luck in the playoffs, couldn't get to the World Series. So, but no, this is the thing. Even going back to the seventies, and someone said, you know, I forget what it was, wrong, darling, or someone saying, you know, back in the day, people would hate Steinbrenner because we'd go out and sign these flashy guys. You know, just go, you know, go get catfish Goose Gossage, yeah. Catfish Hunter, um, and Reggie. like this. But now. So that I don't know that's ancient history, but it was the thing that generated headlines and helped build like a brand like the evil empire. We're going to go get a guy. If it doesn't work, who cares? It's just money. We can afford it. We'll try. Doesn't mean we're not going to try it again. And you're right. It may not work. It may all just be, you know, he may be shocked, but I think it's a brilliant move by the Mets. It's something they had to do. The Yankees don't have to do this. I think the Mets overpaid a little bit because I don't know if there was anyone else that was even offering him that kind of a contract, to be honest. It was with getting. You, but- it sounds like it was down to he, I'm sorry, the Mets and the Dodgers, who, of course, he he went over in that trade last year. Yeah. Um, and the Dodgers just said, I think the, the last, you know, 43 million versus 40 million pushed him over the edge. And they got a bunch of other goodies, too. Well, it's we'll it's an insane contract. It's an insane contract. Yeah. But we're saying all this and we're, lo- we're locked out. You know, while you were away getting well, the owners locked out the players, so there's no new baseball news to talk about for a while. The hot stove league, the hot stove league, is uh, cold and barren right now. And how about the idea? I heard this say. I don't know if you're familiar with this. I don't watch it a lot, but I listened to Mad Dog, so he was talking about it. But the MLB Network has basically shut down their television during this as well. I didn't like, know that. But what, what, so, what, like, Mad Dog's not doing a show right now. I think some of their live shows that, you know, the hot topic type shows. Right, right, right. Uh, I'm sure yeah. they're, re- they're not. The channel is still up and running, but I'm sure they're playing more games. It's a lot. That's a good point. It's a lot of rehash because I'm a dork and I've been, I'm still working from home. Last week, I noticed that they were doing like one day of games, World Series Game 7 marathons. So I, my wife came into the room where I was. My wife came into the room. Um where I was working and I had the TV on because, you know, I get distracted easily. That's why I'm so productive at home. And she says, what are you watching? How old is this? I said, Oh, this is the seventh game of the 1971 world series. And I'm seeing if I can, from memory, just uh, name all the outfielders for the, for the Orioles, the, the starting infield for the Orioles from 71. And she said, and while you're at it, pipe down, I'm trying to watch. She this. just kind of looked at me and walked out like, Oh my gosh. Uh, so, but they the, are filling the airwaves. Let's talk about the NFL. We got to catch up on that real quick. Your team stinks. Dak Prescott's awful. What is wrong with him? Oh, there you go. You're going to be one of those. You're going to be those guys are going to tell me now. Oh, he's favoring the leg. We ain't going with that BS. Your little noodle. You're going to be the little noodle. My team I mean, stinks. Is that what we're going with the leg thing now? Oh my Jets God, fan. he stinks. Jeez. Stinks. What is wrong with him? He's got Why all the play? talent in the world. He can't throw the ball now. Uh, let's why don't we okay let's okay let's flip it then hey they're still nine at four they're still going to go to the playoffs i know it's a I terrible understand. division i understand uh, you're probably i know you're upset because you know micah parsons is making people rem- uh think about lawrence taylor so no they're not you. shut up so, so i don't i understand i understand it's tough hard lawrence like, you know, taylor especially especially the i'm locals. hanging up on the zoom call after you say something that's i wish you were a giants fan because the giants could have yeah. had him they, they took a one pick after the giants after the oh, giants bought the draft God. Lawrence Taylor. Passed on, uh, Micah Parsons and Rashawn Slater. He's Lance Mel from the Jets back in the 80s. That's who Lawrence Taylor Jr. and the next Anthony oh. Munoz. And the Giants passed on him. Good job. Meanwhile, the Jets are wondering if their quarterback knows how to throw a spiral. Oh, You're going to pick up God. Dak. He's just going. And it's not just Dak. It would be nice if the receivers knew how to run their routes and remember to catch the ball. But he's That's had a rough balls, time. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're, but, you know, they're nine and four. I'm just teasing you. You rather tease me because, you know, we've seen this. You know, Josh Allen had a role run earlier this year where he sucked. He lost to Jacksonville. Yep. Uh, Lamar was stuck. Lamar had a little bit of a rep before he got hurt. Now we don't know. But you're right. Dax right now is not good. 
Yeah. Um, I do think he's hurt and he's not he's not running the ball at all. Uh, so they get it together. They get a little time. They have one two in a row, so you can't kill them. One two in a row. It hasn't been pretty, but again, you know the the defense won the form on Sunday because you know Micah Parsons was basically killing the other team single handedly. You're gonna uh, pick a Super Bowl today. Who would you pick? Well, as you remember, I'm sure you, because I'm sure you 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 no uh, idea you remember you picked. my picks. I picked Green Bay and the Browns in our. Who did I pick? pick, pick you. you picked the Rams and the Chiefs. Those picks are still looking good right now. Although I, I did pick Arizona good. the other night. I am I I I I, I loved the Rams the other night. Uh, and I might even like had made I had a few shackles on it, but that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah. I feel pretty good about Green Bay. I'm fearing. I can't. I know. I neither can I. But I'm fearing, especially after I watched the Sunday games and the late games on this past. Don't say it. Don't you dare say it. No. Up the Zoom. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm not. I'm not the Patriots. You imagine? Do you imagine how nauseating that two-week lead-up would be going to a Super Bowl between the Bucks and the Patriots? Oh, I was going to say because after I watched uh, the Chiefs and the Bucks on Sunday, I say. I think we're just – there's a very strong chance it might not be – I think we're running it back – strong possibility we're running back last year's all over again. I think you're right. Because that whole that whole what's wrong with Kansas City, yeah, that's over. They're back. They're good. And I haven't paid too close attention, but everyone's telling me how the defense is playing great now. So how do they go from a tomato can defense to that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it helps to play pick, play the Cowboys when Dak sucks and they can't run the ball and then pick, pick, play against the Raiders, I guess. Although the Raiders have had their moments. So I don't know. Maybe they just – like I said, maybe they figured it out. They've done it before. It's what you got to remember, Eric. If you what happens in September doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen in December. So, can I ask you this real quick? Does the NFL season feel a little long right now? It does, but it doesn't. It always feels like I thought of that the other day because we were talking about like someone was talking about Week One, the Dak Brady shootout, and like that feels like it was like like a year and a half ago. Yeah. And the remember like and the Patriots lost at home to the Dolphins week one. That feels like it was last season. Yeah. So yeah, it does feel a little longer. And it well, it is a little longer. So one game, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but you know what oh. hasn't changed again? Um, yeah, the Pats are still good. And what hasn't changed is that New York City football is I don't know that it's ever been as bad as it's been. Maybe the seventies. The uh, Patriots. I uh, listen. I enjoyed watching the first half of that game against Buffalo two weeks ago. I'm laying on the couch, sweating my head off. And mm. the idea that they threw the ball three times, that's the kind of game where I can't stand the Patriots. I can't stand Belichick. But I was enjoying that, thinking to myself how happy Belichick must have been afterwards to oh. stick that game plan up Buffalo's you-know-what like that. And win the and game. Buffalo couldn't do – Buffalo knew it, and they couldn't do anything to stop it. And I'm down on McDermott, too, because you got to go for the touchdown. First of all, Brady gets all the calls. They don't give the yep. Bills receiver a call when he gets mugged in the end zone on the last drive of the game, which hey, you, you know damn well if that's Brady, they're throwing a play. You said the same thing in week one uh, when uh, C.D. Lamb got mugged and they didn't call, or not C.D. Lamb, where it was a call against the uh, the Cowboys You said, yeah. and the Bucks benefited. Yep. Yeah, you got to go for the touchdown. You can't play for the tie, especially on the road against Brady. You can't not do and it. And either way, if if you lost the game, who cares how you lose? I mean, Jesus, you knew you I had once they kicked the field goal, I'm like they're going to lose in overtime because the Bucks and defense is going to stop them and they're going to score. And, and the Bucks won the and the Bucks won the, the coin flip, got the ball, and you mean everyone in America said the Bills are never going to see in this ball again. The Bills are not touching the ball again until next Sunday. Didn't the Bills get the ball first? I thought they got the. They did. So I yeah. screwed up that analogy. 
Never yeah. mind. Edit that out. I mean, oh, some things never change. I've given you two weeks to get sharp. <laughs> two weeks. Come on. That's what this is all about, folks. I made up the story about being sick. Ryan, I'm just giving them time to sharpen it. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Hey, we're going to take a timeout. We'll come back. We have a lot of other things to talk about. Signing day. I was out running around today talking about UConn football. I'll fill you in on that for five minutes. I know you desperately want to know what the Huskies are up to. Yeah. Uh, NBA, Steph Curry, all kinds of crazy stuff going on. But Brian, you've been practicing this ad read for a while. I've, I'm on the edge of my seat. Take it away. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about Allswell. Allswell believes in the power of a good night's sleep. Designed to make good sleep accessible to all the Allswell features. Hybrid mattress technology. Oh, what does that mean? Well, it means it combines the best of both worlds. Memory foam and individually wrapped coils for a winning blend of comfort and support. Their goal was to create an affordable mattress without sacrificing quality or luxury. The result, the Allswell Clean mattress starts uh, at a cost of $345. Let me remind you of one thing. If you go onto our website, the edbcpodcast.buzzsprout.com, and you click on one of the, our episodes, and they're all tremendous, you'll see a link for allswellhome.com. If you click on that link and let them know that we sent you over there, you're going to get 15% off your total purchase. So think about that. You get the queen mattress, like maybe as low as three or 45 bucks. It's pretty good. Also, in terms of financing, 0% APR, that's pretty good. And then if you tell them we sent you by using, you know, by going on that link from our website, you're getting 15% off. What are you waiting for? You need to sleep, right? You need to sleep. You got to get your rest. Look at Eric. He's in bed for 10 days. I hope he was comfortable. You got to be comfortable. So yeah, that's a really simple way to save. Sleep well and save with all's well. All right, great job. Excellent Thank job. You. All right, a couple, couple quick things. I met the uh, UConn football coach today, Jim Mora, finally in person. Uh, did a nice job in the room talking about his recruits. Pretty honest. Um, had a one little moment of levity. He called me out because I said to him, Coach, I'm looking at your list of all these players and all these needs, and I don't see one quarterback on it. Oh! And he said, well, you know, that is one of our major needs, and I was trying to duck that question, but thank you for bringing it up. So. Yeah, a little, hey, a little levity in the in the press conference, but uh, well, seems like a nice guy. Go ahead. There's still time, right? Though, aren't there like 37 quarterbacks in the transfer portal, whatever the hell the transfer portal is? Yeah, well, you got that, and plus this is early signing period, December 15th, and then February 15th, so they got another couple months to kind of. And other guys are gonna, yeah, like you said, transfer portals. People are gonna decommit. Coaches are gonna get fired. There's gonna be a lot of change. The one thing yeah. I will say is uh, just talking to a, a couple of the assistants before the press conference was. They both said that he's done everything he promised us he would do. He's been out in the community. He's done the, you know, the Middlesex Chamber of Commerce breakfast. He went to a football game at Maloney High School in Meriden where he was on the sideline talking to uh, the different players and just kind of introducing himself. So he's done everything that he told the recruits he would do, and now he's doing it. And in signing day today, uh, 12 guys, eight different states, a couple from Connecticut, a couple are prep guys. So he he is he's kind of lived up to his reputation so far of of doing exactly what he said he would do. It's obviously very early, and none of that means anything if you don't win, obviously. But you'd rather see it than not see it. That at least he's establishing roots. We've talked about it. That, and you know better than I do. There's got to be a northeast pipeline where that they established to get the talent. You know, it's the same. We heard the same thing when I know this is a completely different coach and completely completely different level. Like. When Lincoln Riley went to USC, like, okay, now maybe those guys that have been going from the LA West Coast area to Texas or Alabama got to keep them home. Yep. Um, so you'd like to see if they can keep, like, not only the Connecticut kids, but like the Jersey kids, keep them away from the Penn States and the Syracuses and all, and the, maybe some of the other Big Ten schools. I know Syracuse is a Big Ten school. But, you know, then, you know, in terms of recruiting and winning the recruiting battle, I just want to say I, 
And I'm I my favorite recruiting story came out a little while ago, earlier today, and you probably saw this. Uh, but they're the number two ranked recruit in the country, a guy by a young man named Travis Hunter, who's a cornerback, had committed to Florida State. Yep. And has now decommitted to Florida State to go play for Deion Sanders at Jackson State, a historically, historically black college. That's nev- that never happens. Ever. And I'm like, I'm not a Deion guy, even though you played for my team back in the day. But like, I think that's crazy. I think that's kind of awesome. It is. Hey, listen, you know what? Say what you want about Dion, but if he's getting some kid to flip from Florida State, his alma mater, to his own school at uh, Jackson State. I mean, not like Jackson State. They, I mean, Jackson State, I I don't know them all. Somebody said they've had this. They've had like four Hall of Famers. I know the only two I know of are Walter Payton and Jerry Rice. I don't know who the other yeah. two are off my head. Yeah. But like, that's kind of cool. The, the thing, and someone said, because you know how this NIL, NIL stuff, which you're probably yep. seeing a little bit within the Yukon community with Paige Beckers, or I don't know if you say her name yep. right. You know, maybe they are these smaller schools are on a level on a more level playing field. But now the thing becomes okay, when does a big school go and try and steal Deion Sanders? Then we get prime time, you know, in the SEC. But I love the story of the number two recruit, and I'm sure the Florida State people, because college big time college football fans are insane. They're crazy. Yeah. They're, they're fanatical. Yep. They must be like just hating Dion. They're probably gonna like remove his memorabilia from like the training hall. He'll be blacklisted from there. But I love that story. I know it's not a local story, but I loved it. No, it's a good story. I, I, I totally, when I saw that today, I thought of you. That's a, it's a very good story. Very good story. Okay. So when you're getting uh, your temperature take, taken in an you know, uncomfortable manner and when Dion Sanders recruits, those are the times you think of it. This is good. I like this. I feel, feel good uh, about myself. We're, we're going to take a quick timeout, Brian, says okay. I don't know where to go after that. So uh, yeah, you've been practicing these reads. So go ahead one more time and read this. And then we'll come back. You've got your little fancy birthday. Yeah, let's talk about uh, Instacart shopping from home. It's a busy time of the year. The holiday season is here. You're doing a lot of extra shopping probably, but you still need to do your grocery shopping. You need to do your essentials. And if you're hosting, maybe you need to you know do some extra stuff too, You know, get some treats and whatnot, little party gatherings. So let me tell you about some of the great things about Instacart. First of all, you're shopping from home, so that's cool. But you need to save time. Second of all, you can select items from your favorite grocery stores. So you're not going to some grocery store you never heard of. Third, you can get real-time updates from your personal shoppers. You can check in with your personal shoppers as they're shopping and, you know, say, hey, I forgot to mention I need buttermilk. Maybe you need buttermilk. A lot of recipes call for buttermilk. That's okay. You get real-time updates from your personal shoppers, and they can do the same with you. And also, you know, pick a convenient time for your groceries to be delivered. If you're busy and, you know, you don't want them showing up at some odd hour, well, they're not going to do that. You pick the time when your groceries get delivered. And hey, there's a great this is a great time to start shopping with Instacart because if you use this promo code now between between now and Christmas Eve, the promo code is Cheers30. That's Cheers30. Use that promo code for your first delivery with Instacart, and you'll get 30, we've got $50 off. I'm sorry, $30 off any delivery of $50 or more. And you know, if you're doing extra shopping this holiday season, you're gonna blow through 50 bucks really fast. So why not use that promo code? Cheers three zero cheese cheers thirty and take thirty bucks off of that big uh, delivery order of over fifty bucks. So this holiday shopping season, shop from home and save with Instacart. Nice job. All right, we got Thank two you. minutes. We got two minutes left on this wonderful Zoom call as we get back into the groove here. Got a quick birthday list for me. What do you got, man? Yeah, first of all, I'm going to tease ahead to maybe next week or the week after because there are some really cool birth uh, movie birthdays that are happening this month. Couple of my favorites, but we're going to get into those later. 
We'll do this right. maybe next week. So, but a little tease ahead, a little something for the folks, because I know people love the birthdays, and I think they love the movie birthdays. I let's do too. With our, let's stick with their birthdays. Uh, I think it feels like this guy's done some holiday. I mean, he's been around forever. He's done some holiday movies. Dick Van Dyke. 95. Boom. Oh, no, wrong. I read it wrong. Almost. 96. Yeah, I knew he was pushing 100 because I feel like we might have done him last year, but I knew I, I heard something the other day about his birthday. But well, I remember this because as long as Dick Van Dyke is still alive, he'll be on every year. We're going to do his birthday on this friggin' podcast. That's a it, promise I'd make to him if he was sitting next to me. And you put this and you put another actor right next to him it was right on par as far as careers go. Oh, absolutely. Hey, listen, one of my personal favorites. And I this made me feel old. But uh, I mean, uh, yeah, Don Johnson. So the original, the the original Sonny Crockett, Miami Vice, seventy. Uh, Nash Nash Bridges, seventy. Uh, he is seventy two. I wanted to say seventy two too. Damn it, Don uh, Johnson. Yeah, loved I love Sonny Crockett. Uh, the movie was not uh, was not great. But we'll get to That's, that another time. The, the Miami we'll, Vice theme song was the best part of that show. Oh, uh, so yeah. Good. I mean. We're going to get into that because that's actually, that's actually a topic I have coming up in a couple of weeks or so. All right. All right. Uh, some movie talk I'm going to get, we're going to get into. Hey, this guy, we love him on Curb Your Enthusiasm. If you saw last week's episode, it was maybe one of the best episodes he's been in. He was the House Husband. House Husband. I love the House Husband. It was, <clears throat> love that episode. Uh, I'm talking about J.B. Smooth, who plays Leon and Curb. Stand-up 54. Comic. Very close. 56. Yeah, I knew he was a kind of a late bloomer. Got a, you know, been with Larry yep. for what now? Fifteen years now? Twelve oh, years? Whatever. It, well, at least ten. More there's than a 10. season. They're season eleven now, so they uh, probably yeah, probably close to fifteen years at least. Right? Yeah, you're right. About fifteen years. We love great character, great show, and one of the all time great TV characters. Not a family, not a family friendly character. Yeah, I mean, you know, mature audience character, but still great. Uh, love it. Now you're, and I know. Last one. I know a lot of people, the Christmas music is blurring out left and right. And, you know, I don't know if this person has a Christmas album out, but as we talked about before, she's one of your personal favorites. So I want to throw her up here at the end. Taylor Swift. She's 30. She's 32. And I thought that seemed young. She's been around forever. She really was like 19 when she started this stuff. Yeah, I saw she had some party the other day and there was pictures on the on the Twitter that people were cycling around and oh, yeah, they were all the tested, they're all tested, yada yada yada. But yeah. Okay. Good for her. Hey man, she seems like a, a person that got a good head on her shoulders. Like crazy. Uh, yeah. As far as I know. Handling the success well. Yes. Well, hey man, as are you. Uh, yeah, hey, come on. Uh it was good to uh, see you again and get back together here, put the band back together for it's been a couple weeks of a break. I know again your your ad reads were much better, so I'm glad we took that time. I practiced a lot. I practiced a lot. And Ooh. now you get back to avoiding your family. It's an hour hour a week where you don't have to see your family, which is I tell you you tell me that's the most important thing to this podcast. It it, it well that it helps yeah, and that and yeah, that and my creative nature, all it all ties to get together. And now next week we'll talk about Christmas gifts. What, what's on our list? All right. Yes, absolutely. All right, that'll do it for this edition of the EDBC podcast. I'm Eric Dobrat. He's Brian Coleman. Until next time, Brian. Say goodbye. See ya.